There's no music if you have no body to play it with, so take care of your body first. You getting into the gym and you lifting weights and working on muscles, is this, it's physical therapy for the benefit of your playing. The truth is nothing works like just taking care of the simple stuff. Diet, exercise and sleep. Take care of that and you'll be fine. Join us as two musicians and fitness coaches discuss strength, wellness and fitness in relation to musicians, artists and performance. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Tuned and Strong podcast. I am Dr. Jen Cabasmay, and this is, I did this backwards today. <laughs> We've been trying to introduce each other, and it happens that hard. They do. They do. Um, and I'm Angela McHouston of Music Strong. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and uh, today we wanted to keep it kind of light, kind of short. Um, so we're going to talk about. Um, we might might consider doing a series on this. I'm not sure yet, but newbie questions. Ooh, people who yeah. are people who are new to lifting, the common questions that we get. Um, and that's new with an e u e w, not not two zeros, not noobs, but newbies. <laughs> is there a difference? There is. There is. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't know um, there was a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Um, one is insulting, the other is not. This is the non-insulting version. Oh, now I feel um. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I ever called you a noob with a double O. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was an insult. Oh gosh, sometimes I'm too naive for my own good. It's all right. If you don't live on internet gaming, you don't know this stuff. And I'm old enough to know this stuff. <laughs> well, we've all just learned in five minutes. There we go. There you go. Um, so newbie questions, um, common things that we see. Um, and this, this is something that I still see actually with my current clients uh, to an extent also. But one of the big ones, um, probably, I think outside of stretching, this is probably the biggest question that I get is, um, body weight work versus lifting weights. Mm -hmm. How do I better, start? Just worse. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, so I certainly have an opinion on this. I don't know if you want me to go first, but <laughs> well, um, my, my quick and dirty opinion on this is, um, as always, it depends. Um, so it depends on how body aware you are. And just because you're using your body weight doesn't necessarily mean it's better than right. using an implement. However, there's less load when you're just using your body weight, but you can still use your body badly. So um, yeah, it depends, honestly. Yeah. I think if you're going by yourself and you don't know what good form is and stuff, then yes, absolutely. And keep your volume low until you do figure that out. Um, but as somebody, as I saw this question on somebody else's Instagram page, um, she, she mentioned, uh, Yes, that's that's a good that's a good start, and make sure you find an expert. And I was like, yes, yes, uh -huh. there you go. Right, right, and I I both agree and disagree with what you're saying about the um, the load part. Mm. It's less load to be bought. So, so here's really the angle that I'm coming at it from is most people who ask me that question think that body weight is better or easier <laughs> or safer. I would say it's actually none, yeah. none of those three. Um, and here, here's why. Um, because yes, if you're doing a body weight squat, is that safer technically if you don't know what you're doing than a barbell squat? Probably, probably if you don't know what mm -hmm. you're doing, you're not loading your knees with additional weight. So you're more likely to be able to save if you're using your body wrong. You can still hurt yourself. You can still do it wrong. But is it safer in that context? Theoretically. But then we look at the push-up. <laughs> well you played, cannot, man. <laughs> yeah. If you can't bench press, like if 45 pounds is hard and you weigh 200, what do you do in trying to do a push-up? <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, so true. I mean, I see bad push-ups all day long. The, the, the. Oh, it's a basic body weight exercise. Sure, it doesn't mean it's easy. No, and it doesn't mean that you have the foundation of strength for it, even if, like, form aside, 
even if you're going to do it really, really like the, the max effort wrong, but we're going to get it done because we need, if you struggle with 45 pounds and you're 200 and you're trying to do a push up, it's not going to happen. 45 pounds is still safer than 200 at that point. Good mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll see that a lot with like, oh, well, you just hang on the bar. Well, if you have no lats, if you cannot pull down and hold exactly your body weight on a lat pull down and you're trying to hang from a bar, you're going to compensate. Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're not able to do a leg press at body weight and you're trying to do squats or even body weight or banded deadlifts, you're going to run into problems. Mm -hmm. Same thing. You're trying to move. You have to think about how much you weigh when you're doing body weight work. You know, and either a, way, go ahead. On a different point of this, I've been teaching people how to deadlift because the deadlift is my favorite thing in the world. And I think it's just applicable across the board to like picking up kitty litter and groceries and children and animals. And like, I got a 70 year old who's got a 70 pound dog. She's got osteoporosis and she's afraid of falling all this. I'm like, Hey, what if your dog is sick? How are you going to get the dog to the vet? You're going to have to pick it up. It's a deadlift. It's literally a dead lift because the animal is yeah. probably dead weight. Right. Yes. And she's like, oh, you're right. And like, exactly. So it's like totally applicable, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing with, with, you cannot do a bodyweight deadlift. You're not lifting anything. You're just hinging. And then you get, so you have to have some kind of resistance to understand how that changes, how you feel your body and what it's yeah. supposed to feel like. You can't right. do that with no weight, with body weight. Right. It doesn't, that doesn't work at all. No. So it's, it's. Yeah, it's way more complex than it looks. And really what it boils down to is what we've said throughout this podcast, find a coach you trust. Mm -hmm. I, I don't care if you're just trying to do body weight squats. I, I blew up my knees doing body weight squats because I was doing them wrong. I blew them up every time. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. if I used a barbell, but like, man, it was tough to walk when I was doing, you know, CrossFit and squats all day long and like. And squats might be a basic body movement, but it doesn't mean you do them well. I mean, okay, look, kids, kids naturally know how to do that, but we yeah. learn how to get out of that real quick. You yeah. know, kids don't sit a lot. We sit all day long. Kids squat down to the ground. How many adults mm -hmm. do you see squatting to the ground? Mm -hmm. So your biomechanics are just, you know, they're, they're not, they've altered. Yeah. And here's, it doesn't mean you basic. can't go backwards. Right. <laughs> but unless you're still 10 years old or heck five right. years old, probably not right. moving the same way. So it doesn't no. mean that doesn't mean anything. And here, right. here's a good way. If you're, you're doubting this to prove this to yourself, if you have not been active, if you have not been active in general, outside of maybe walking, get down on the floor and crawl like a baby and tell <laughs> me how easy or hard that is. Mm -hmm. Good point. And go slow. Like, don't just like, Go slow and go fast mm -hmm. and then tell me how it feels because we take for granted, you know, babies learn to crawl and, and that's how they get around. And we assume that we can do it still until we actually get down there. No, yeah, it's no, not that no. easy. It's not that. E and you realize like, I don't know how to move my knees on the floor. Mm -hmm. Oh, this kind of hurts. Oh my, I don't, it's, it's weird for my body to, my upper body to support that kind of, uh, we lose stuff as we get older, and especially depending on your lifestyle and depending on how active you are. But I mean, Western culture, even if you're pretty active, you're probably going to have imbalances from sitting. That's just yeah. what we do. Yeah. That's, it's too much of our life, even for active people. So if you're trying to do any sort of body weight thing and you can't feel your body, mm -hmm. you don't know where your muscles are. You don't know what you're doing you're going to have a hard time with body weight. And what I feel like is the, the most dangerous part of people who want to do body weight right off the bat only is that when they fail at a body weight movement, because it's conceived as being easier, that makes them non-athletic. That makes them a failure in the gym. Mm. Go listen to episode. What was it? Three fitness for the non-athletic musician that we did. Yeah. If that hits home. <laughs> yeah. Three. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I mean, so, and, and that's none of this, not, I'm obviously very opinionated about the body weight subject, but it's just because that's what's continually 
when I get that question, that's what it is. It's almost always from people who think that that's better, that's safer. And I'm like, but you can't press, you struggle with a 45 pound bar. Okay. I don't, it's not, you're not ready for a push up. Right. Um, tell that to the U.S. <laughs> Army, though. Yeah. Okay, so story time. Let's talk about basic training. Um, granted, that's almost 20 years ago. Golly, I'm old. So, <laughs> but I, I mean, when I went through, there was no gym. It was nine weeks of bodyweight exercise. Oh my gosh, did I get in amazing shape? I had abs, you know, like I dropped like 6% body fat. Not two 6%, but I dropped like, it was crazy. I also yep. gained 10 pounds and they told me I was too fat before I could leave. I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, like I did exactly what you told me and I ate and I, whatever. So yeah. point is we did body weight stuff all day long. And here's the thing. It, now, granted, this is a different situation than most of the general population of musicians mm -hmm. are going to be in. But any musician who gets in a military band, you're going to go to I'm basic gonna and you're going to see this. You do not go to the gym. Now, granted, at this point, they're doing the new ACFT, which means you have to deadlift and use all this equipment. But when I went through, heck, we did none of that. And it was all day long. Push-ups, sit-ups, running, lunges, squats, crawling. Oh, crawling like crazy. And, you know, low crawling, high crawling. Just, I mean, get up, get down, plyometrics, running without end. Mm -hmm. The amount of injuries were crazy. Yeah. There was a crazy amount of people who got injured. Um, yep. Now, granted, a lot of it was just overuse. Mm -hmm. And they did try to teach you good mechanics. They're not just saying, hey, do a push-up. The first thing they taught right. us day zero was this is how you do a push-up. And they would come and scream at you if you did it wrong, which everybody did it wrong. You know, it's just, right. we're all right. weak. It's fine. And yeah. so there was something about the overload that, you know, you basically, then you learn how to fix it just through that much volume because you kind of right. have to. The only stuff we picked up and hauled around that was heavy were our guns. You try holding a eight pound, whatever it was, M16 out like this for five minutes, your shoulders are going to die, you know, overhead, out to the side. We had times where they would just smoke us by us holding our arms out to the side, not letting us put them down. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's body weight. Now, granted, yeah. so there's like safer ways to do it, but that that's a that's an argument yeah. for both sides. We got yeah. injured, but we also got stronger and there was no mm -hmm. equipment involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, again, and, it and to be clear, I am not opposed to body weight mm. i'm just at a point where i'm like okay look at a gymnast that's almost exclusively body weight you yep. know what i mean it, it really is exclusively body weight um some of them do some work outside but like but you look at it and you you don't i think a lot of people don't really understand the amount of strength they have and this is why you oh see gosh, um, monsters they're so, they're such beasts. I mean, some of the gymnasts can do. And there's a reason that some of the top CrossFitters and some of the competitive and yeah, a number of the, I don't know if they still are for a while there, we were seeing a lot of um, strong women. Um, and I think it's just because women tend to go into gymnastics and men don't. I think that's the only reason why this is that case, but the transfer from gymnast gymnast to strength training, oh, it's obscene. Mm -hmm. It's obscene because they've done so much from such an early age. Mm -hmm. But so I, I do like body weight. I just currently consider it more advanced for most people. There are things that we will do body weight, body weight only. But if I'm teaching you some, if I'm teaching you how to hinge, if I'm teaching you basic how to feel your hamstrings, how to feel your deadlift muscle, how to feel your, you know, lats, you're going to have resistance. The resistance is going to be external and it's going to be less than your body weight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of resistance. I mean, it's really hard to feel how to do things properly if you don't have anything yeah. to push against. Right. You know, that being yep. said, this whole series of workouts in my book that I wrote is all mm -hmm. basically body weight because yeah. You know, what if you're on the road and you don't have anything? What if you're in a hotel and you don't have anything? What if you're at home in a quarantine situation and don't have anything? Well, it's better to learn how to do it properly than it is. not do anything. Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. But again, that comes back to the very first, I think the very first thing I said on the subject was find a coach. Yep. You find can get my book if you don't know what to do. <laughs> Shameless plug. But 
I mean, like if you seriously, if you don't have a coach and you're not watching YouTube or whatnot, that at least will guide you through. This is how you hinge. This is where you should feel this. This is what this feels like and where you blah, 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 right? But I feel mm-hmm. you. I, having a little bit of resistance can go a long way. Yeah. And getting a yeah. coach will just fix everything. Yes. It, it makes such an immense difference, you mm-hmm. know, such an immense difference. Um, yeah. So our takeaway. I mean, yeah. Get a coach is our takeaway. Uh, yeah. Again, again. But, you know, it's that like, okay, well, you're going to hold your arms out to the side for five minutes. Okay. I bet you anything by 30 seconds and you start looking oh, like yeah. that. Shrugging. Oh, yeah. Okay, but, but I want you to use your, I want you to use your lats, not your traps. <laughs> I don't want you to have a headache for days. You know? <laughs> yep. We were Are also going to know that? our helmets too. I mean, so your neck, yeah. our neck muscles got real strong, which was good. Yeah. Really right. good. You know, I mean, they really didn't leave anything out. It was, mm-hmm. we, we would do flutter kicks and all kinds of, you know, it's crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so takeaway here is like, the yeah. answer is one is not better than the other necessarily. Right. right. And so the answer is no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, one is not necessarily easier than the other. No. It's, it's so dependent. It depends. Get a coach. It depends. <laughs> Hardly ever a cut and dry this or that. No. get a coach find a group class if nothing else find a good group class make sure it's no more than like 10 12 people that's even a big like, size like, like don't go to a 30 goes to like orange theory i'm going oh. no, 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 no 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 get somewhere where the coach is looking at you throughout the workout like five people, small five is better five is for me, coaching the group class, five is about my limit. Five is where I start feeling like I'm not able yeah. to give you as much attention. And I don't like that. Right. Because then it comes down to more like, we're just trying to get everybody to sweat and move and do stuff. And we're not paying attention to your form as much because you can't. It's, and yes. then that's not about the point. The point is just to get you to move. But right. we're sticklers for moving well and having a point yes. to that and not just being sweaty and out of breath for the sake of it. Yes. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> not sorry. Not sorry. At not all. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a little feisty today that's just how it goes you know it's it's yeah, our last yeah. podcast of the year it is our last podcast of the year <laughs> so we are recording this december 30th of 2021 um mm-hmm. you know what's funny to think back we do a little a brief little i don't know recap but just just thinking about this when we started this we started this what february 2020 didn't we yeah yeah we did yep didn't know what was coming down the pike <laughs> if you see our first episode, that's the first time we'd ever met, which yeah. is just insane. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then at the time I was, kind of, yeah. At the time I was trying to do my own thing and then it, it wasn't working. <laughs> that's its own story, but no, this, it just went so well. I mean, yeah. We could have talked another couple hours. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, Easy. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then we didn't really record any kind of regular anything. We just here and there. Hey, I got an idea. Let's record this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was sporadic for like six months at least. Yeah. Well, it didn't help with like, we started in February and the shutdown started end of March. <laughs> yeah. And so we were trying to figure out like, okay, who's going to be where? And, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Shifting other jobs around. Um, <laughs> and we started it. We started using Skype and then we had, we yeah. had an uh the episode with Rusty. Yeah. Deleted. It just it didn't save. We had the best conversation. And then at the end, it's like, where'd it go? I, it oh no. It just disappeared. I mean, and there's nothing you could do about it, you know. Oh man, we tried everything. We, and so yeah. we just had to re-record, which is great because we got to talk to Rusty again and he's happy. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> and he he was our first guest, I think, right? Yeah, that was part of the problem was that I was like, well, where did the recording go? Because we'd been doing just us. And that's that how that was how we were recording it. And no, when we tried to add the third person, and that's when it got weird and freaked out on us. That's right. That's right. So yeah, we were doing this whole series on like how we were navigating the whole beginning of the COVID situation and what to do about it. And that was non-athletic stuff and oh the whole where social media became what any that's all anybody did yeah. and it got real ugly yeah. and how we were coping with that and then the loss of being able to play music and teaching and the whole bit man but that was last year what was what was this past year what do we do this year what were your favorite episodes um, of this year? we had 
we finally got a lot of stuff. Lot. You know, I so I actually I liked a lot of what we did this year. But the one that really stands out in my mind, I would say Veronica is a, is probably the second place. Oh, yeah. But the number one for me is the one with Anna. Oh, yes. Because that the whole situation with vocal dystonia, um, that's bugged me for yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. That's bugged me for a long time. And I'll still hear people talk about it. I'm like, no. <laughs> we have resources now. We have yeah. resources now. No, and that, that that whole it's it's not a death sentence, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and her the, between her and the conversation and, with Mark, both were just yeah. so so brilliant. Because it, it was all stuff I didn't know, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling our listeners didn't know it either. And it's stuff that the majority of the research out there still says it's a death sentence, and I'm like, that's old. It's old and outdated. It's not, um, you know, and mm-hmm. and. You don't find out until you find somebody. At this point, it's starting to get out there. But five years ago, it was you don't find out until you talk to somebody who's gotten themselves out of it. And then it's like, oh, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Yeah, and they're on the fringes. Good luck finding them. It may or may not actually be true. Yeah, yeah. well. Now, talk to <laughs> Anna. Um, yeah. Talk to, um, well, I won't say I won't say the name because I don't think i have permission to but there's there's one other person that we're going to try to get on the podcast next year oh. that um yeah i i would like to see if that person will join us and talk about um oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but that that is a resource that if if this person says yes um will be available to our listeners so yeah. oh speaking of that i really i mean there's so many good conversations we had the conversation with mike was it's just so much fun. Um, yeah. The power of words. Yeah. You know, and, and how that can transform everything in your life. And then mm-hmm. segueing that into our conversation with Garrett. That was also brilliant. Yes. We have uh-huh. just had some fantastic guests. We have. And I'm I'm totally blanking. Um, Vinny and Oh, Vinny and Roy. Roy. Yeah. Those were those were really entertaining for me. <laughs> like, yeah. please tell me more stories. <laughs> you know? Oh, Roy's, Roy's, yeah, his conversation with, let me tell you about when I walked in on Prince in his pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always down for a good Prince story. The, um, the, oh, I forget Eddie Murphy's brother. Um, but the, uh, the Chappelle skit where he's acting out a story that I can't remember Eddie Murphy's brother's <laughs> name. It. Oh, you have to show see notes. it. You have to see it. Oh, so. No, no, Jimmy, we're going to put it in the show notes, whatever it is. Eddie Murphy's brother has this story about him bumping into Prince and them going over to Prince's house and eating food and playing basketball. And it is hysterical. And of course, Chappelle is acting this out, you know, as oh, if brilliant. he's Prince. But my understanding is that that's a true story. Oh, I guarantee it. Right? <laughs> It's hysterical. What was the thing when Roy was saying that he, he, what was it that he, he dumped something all over himself? And Prince looks at him and goes, but why? <laughs> and he broke the prop table, I think was what happened. Yes. Oh gosh. Like who has stories like that? And Vinny's, Vinny's stories about being on the road with Martina McBride and going from broke to being able to charge a thousand dollars a day. Yes. He's, he's not he's not an outlier in this industry that's what's yeah. beautiful about it just yeah. bringing that awareness you know yeah yeah, yeah. that charge what you're worth thing which so uh, many of us need to hear like don't i i know there's like don't undercut your peers in in a given neighborhood yes that too but don't undercut yourself man that is something that we all need to hear more yeah charge right? what you're worth people will pay it if they want what you offer. Yeah. If you give them the solution that you're looking for, it's not about the money. It's about no. the value that they're going to get yes. out of it. Do you because, solve a problem? And, Here's what it costs. It still drives me crazy because people don't seem to appreciate free. And that boggles my mind because I do. I appreciate value um, regardless of what you're going to ask me to pay. So if you're giving me value and it's free, I really appreciate it. But most yeah. people are not like that. Most people are not like that. You tell them it's free. They're going to think it's garbage. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's not. 
it, but you're right. They don't like we value what we pay for, you know? And yeah. uh, <clears throat> so fun story. This has nothing to do with this, but it has to do with this, but not our podcast. I was listening mm-hmm. to, um, oh, I did like a five day, you know, how people, people do these quote webinar type things that there's like a five day series. And so mm-hmm. I signed up for it. And of course it was the last time I was in Florida. So I was traveling. I saw half of it, whatever. And I finally get to, um, I get to Florida and it's like, oh yeah, this thing is in five minutes. I get, I watch this. And it was one of these um, coaches that's like sell high ticket offers and this is how you do this. And it's, you know, it's like, I've been trying to figure out if I want to do high ticket stuff, because I know there are Mm -hmm. a lot of musicians that are like, I know where I started and I'm nowhere close to rich now, but it's like, yeah, but let me just learn into all this. Right. The guy, I'm not going to tell you who he is, but the guy said uh, at the end of like the fourth day, not the fifth day, the fourth day, he said, you can do coaching with me for a year. Guess what the price is. Just, oh, just guess. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. Oh, guess. There's mm-hmm. there's good out of this. <laughs> 30 grand. 30 grand. Jesus. I've heard other people quote $84,000, whatever, $100,000. Who's he coaching? 30 grand. Oh, anybody. But here's the thing. And then he broke it down. He goes, or you can do 2,500 bucks a month. And I went, oh, oh well, that. When you put it that way, it doesn't actually seem too bad. Okay, it's still a lot. I didn't see the value with him because I didn't know the guy. I didn't, but all of a sudden my brain went, I could do that if I really wanted to. I don't know how, but I could do it. And then I thought, well, I need a flute. The flute I want is $20,000. Why can't I do that? I don't know. So now that's my new thing is like, how do I make an extra 2,500 bucks a month so I can buy this flute? I mean, it was a total mind shift. And I thought, why can't I charge 30 grand? He can charge 30 grand and he's doing a phone call. Why can't I? Why can't you? Why can't Mm -hmm. any of us? Mm -hmm. And he had like 10 people sign up. I'm not kidding. Or whatever. Holy crap. So, I mean, when we get out of thinking we have to charge 20 bucks or 100 bucks, why not 2,500 bucks a month? Or when you put it into a month, it seems a little different. But anyway, just... Just thinking on that has shifted my whole mindset. It's like, what else is possible that I have? Like a whole paradigm shift. Doesn't mean I'm going to be charging 30 grand for whatever, right. but what else is right. possible? <laughs> there are people who will pay it. And it was all about what, how is he going to change their life? So if you pay 30 grand with this guy, you should be able to make 300,000. You should at least make 10 times what the investment is. That's the point. Mm-hmm. We thought, well, huh. What, what would I offer? You know, and so it's just like down that path. I know it seems yeah. crazy, right? But the more I listen to these people, the more I find out there are tons of people that don't make a ton of money that find a way to do this. And musicians are in the same boat, you know? Yeah. It's just a brilliant paradigm shift I'd never thought of. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. Ah, how can I get this an Interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting concept too from a, well, how would you... We're totally off topic here, which is you no, know. we're not because I have somewhere to lead into with this. <laughs> okay, um, but if you think about that, like ten times issue, yeah. How many gigs do you give up because you're in pain? Mm. Or you had to have surgery and now you have to go to PT and then you're out money for that too and then you're out time and then do you get mm-hmm. called? Mm-hmm. Versus, mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about that. Like, you know, I'm not cheap. I'm not $30,000, but depending on who wants to hire me, yeah, we might be $30,000, but for <laughs> your average person, no, Put you on um, the <laughs> but you know, it, it's that, no, I mean, and, and we've said this before too, is you're investing in your health and it's, I believe that because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's a better perspective is like, okay, what is it costing you to lose the gigs? Yeah. What does what's, it cost you the, to not do this? What's the cost benefit ratio of yeah. investing short, small chunks consistently with somebody who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. or the cost of the surgery, the cost of the rehab, the cost of your reputation, the cost of losing gigs and all that jazz. Yeah. Plus the injury leading into it, because you're not going to be doing this well beforehand. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's how I'm, um, 
that's how I'm actually promoting the whole job security program that I have. It's like, well, what's the cost of not working with me? Waiting until it gets bad enough that you don't have a choice and now you're broke. Mm-hmm. How about the other way around? You know? Yeah. So, so. Uh, before I go into that, I have a thought of somebody we might be able to ask to see if he wants to be on our podcast. And I was on somebody's podcast named Nico. That might not be close to his name at all. Anyway, he has a podcast called what would Mozart do? And it basically started during the pandemic when musicians had to figure out what to do in life and what are they going to do now and how are they surviving and what other options do they have? And how do you feel about that? And he interviewed that, uh, this guy named Brian, uh, I'm going to say Witkowski, Witkowski, who has a, uh, he's got a group and he's, he's touting himself as the lucrative artist, which I just love. It just kind of goes along with this. So I'm going to, Let's see, maybe if he wants to be on our podcast, because we talk all the time. Okay. And I think so. It'd be really kind of interesting to kind of go down that. It's not necessarily yeah. fitness, but could be mental. Well, we talk fitness. about, yeah, we talk about musical stuff too. We talk about wellness. We talk about gigging. You know. it, all, it all comes together, right? It so, does. It does. Yeah. So if there's anybody else you guys want us to interview and you think we should talk yeah. about subjects, mm-hmm. topics, people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. please tell us. Newbie questions. Newbie questions. If you're watching this on YouTube and you're like, hey, I'm starting at a gym this month and I don't know what I'm doing or I'm afraid to ask this to somebody who knows who I am because, you know, oh, well, I'm the new person at the gym and I don't want anybody to see me or anything. like. Yeah. Ask us. We'll talk about it. (laughs) All day long. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Please do. Because we're always looking for we don't want to just talk about what we no. want to talk about. We're curious right. on who's listening to this. What do you want to hear about? Right. And half the time it's stuff that other people are asking anyway, like the body weight versus lifting. You yeah. know, somebody asked that question. It was like, oh yeah, I get asked that all the time. <laughs> I don't think about it, but I get asked that all the time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. So I think we've had a we've had a pretty darn good year. I'm excited so. for next year. Yeah. Speaking of which, strong, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, um, what's new in your world? What's updates? What's what's good? What's I don't know. Where are you at in life? What's going on that's good? <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of you know that I've had a chaotic year. Uh, mm. Let's see what's good. Where are you training now? You changed uh, places, I think, right? I changed places in, actually, I started training at multiple locations back in end of 2020. Mm -hmm. But right now I'm training people. We switched in, I want to say April. Um, We're we're out of the iron vault now. It's in Tallahassee. Oh, this is a good one. Um, Good good question, Angela. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So we're, we're out. If you're in Tallahassee, we're in at the Iron Vault. Uh, it's in Railroad Square. Um, drop-in rates are great. You are welcome to drop in and just try out the gym. You're welcome to drop in and try out one of my classes. Um, we're there. We, we like drop-in. We've got small group classes. I've got small group classes. Um, currently, I've got uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays in the evening. Um, if enough people want to do a different time, I will create a new class, but I need enough people who want to do a different time. Because right now, my little, my little group, they just, they love their 6 p.m., you know? <laughs> yeah, I get it. And what kind of, what do you yeah. learn in your classes? What kind of classes, what do you teach? Um, yeah, so we use, I mean, it's, it's basic um, body mechanics, health, wellness, um, strength from a perspective of um, balance, so we're going to address, if you've got imbalances, I'm going to spot them. You're going to do things to deal with that. So um, we've got a pretty good cycle going right now. I'm pretty pleased with it, actually. It's um, squat, bench, deadlift, overhead, strongman. Nice. So you're touching almost all of the implements. Um, the nice part about the small group, which is I, I don't like large group coaching, um, but the nice part about the, the small group is like we did squats yesterday. Well, I've been working with most of my group for long enough that I've got them on three different implements for squat day. They're not all doing the same squat. They're all squatting. They're not all doing the same squat. And it's based on their 
imbalances or what it is mechanically that is holding them back at the moment. Um, so that's that's most of my classes. We do foundation work, we do strength work, strength and technique, where, like I said, different implements. Um, I am starting to introduce a little more cardio because it's that time of year. <laughs> Um, we do, you know, big muscle building cycles. We do more cardio recovery cycles. We do max out sometimes, but not very often. It's it's all, I'm going to get you close. I'm going to see what your problems are. We're going to work on the problems. We're going to reassess. Yeah. <clears throat> That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm we pretty forget. pleased with them. Huh? I'm pretty pleased with them. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, we talk so much, we forget we don't tell a lot about what we actually do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my group class. I mean, I do a lot of similar stuff with my one-on-ones um, and my my custom programming. Um, I have a little bit of that going on right now. Not a lot of people yet. We're getting there. Um, but it's it's similar concepts, but I'll alter it based on the person. So most of the time, that's somebody who has very specific needs. Um, and maybe that specific need is scheduling, <laughs> but Legit. the rest of the time it's, it's okay. Well, what do we need to do for this person specifically that does not work for a general group setting, you know, cause I have to program for five people, six people, whatever it is, instead of one. So, yeah. Are you doing online stuff too? Uh, I offer it. I don't currently have anybody online. Right on. Yeah. So if you want to work with me online, I do have openings for that. <laughs> I didn't know you did or not. So I do. See? I do. We, um, we forget this. I do. Yeah. I've got um, personal stuff, like one-on-one stuff, group stuff, um, group classes. Actually, something I do that I don't know that I talk about a whole lot is the semi-private. So instead of a one-on-one, you and a buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more yeah. cost-effective for you you have a friend to train with you know you get a lot more i'm not i'm not programming on a cycle for a group i'm programming for you yeah. actually i've got one of those coming up i forgot i need to i'm scheduling a group at the early at, or end of january uh local rock band i'm excited so oh, <laughs> like haven't worked with rock musicians yet i'm i'm interested to see how this goes but they're like yeah two of us have uh ankle problems and three of us have forearm problems and i'm like those are two different sessions <laughs> <laughs> but we can absolutely do that so that's yeah, awesome you and a buddy two or three people more cost effective for you guys because you're splitting the cost how fun yeah don't do that <laughs> no. i don't do that at all that is not my jam in the least Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. You, you, you don't do any group at all, right? You're only one-on-ones. Correct. Yeah. I used to do group and then realized how much I detested it and went, I don't have to do this. I mean, I just, it's not my, it's not my style. And I like what yeah. I do. I really like doing more one-on-one or um, right. individual programming. The, the closest I get to group is the, uh, like the group coaching program that I have or the COVID comeback challenge that I have. It, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a done for you workout. So, or, or the instrument specific, uh, workouts that I have. So all of mm-hmm. those, that's not, you know, individualized is the thing. So yeah. that's about as close to group as I get, but like classes, I don't yeah. do classes. I'll do yeah. workshops. I do workshops mm-hmm. and, um, but no, no, I'm that's not, all right. not a group. That's but, you know, right. I used to do a beach boot camp. Cause I thought, man, I can make a ton of money at this. And I could, and then I went, I hate this. I don't have yeah. to do this. I tried it. That, that's why I won't take any, I probably honestly won't take any more in my group class than I currently have. Yeah. We'll probably split into two after that. There you go. And I hated, I didn't hate it. I didn't care as much for it until I started writing the program mm-hmm. and I didn't really start actually enjoying it until I had full control over the program and implements. There you go. I'm like, let me do what I need. I know it needs to be done. I'm not going to cram it into an hour. It's about 90 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but having that control, that's what made the difference for me. But I won't I do more that. than, I won't do more than a handful of people. It's just nuts at that point. Yeah. I've done a couple of them. And every time I do it, I go, I just, it's not this. It doesn't fit yeah. into my mold of what I like doing and what I'm good at. 
yeah. which is helping people one-on-one <laughs> or, yeah. I mean, even on, okay. So like the group coaching program that I have right now, it's called, I'm calling it job security. And if I, I still feel like maybe that's not the right title, but I can't come up with anything different. Um, at some point, um, maybe this year I'm working, I'm thinking on how I can come up with my own, like a, a music strong certification. And I think this is the first step in that. Um, I'm also looking at getting this program into schools, like music schools, because honestly, there's not a lot of wellness material out there and there needs to be, and this is a step. So if anybody is in higher education and you know, someone I can talk to, like we can see if this is something that, that maybe the school can help fund, or, you know, it can be a class. Cause I was going to go with a class setting, but now this is completely online. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of ways I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's actually going really well. Uh, today's the 30th in about three, four days by the third, it's going to go up to a full price. It won't be the beta program anymore. Beta's done. We are full good, like good to go. Um, it's all done. And I'm super excited because the people who are in it are really liking it. They're getting some, they're learning a lot and just seeing these light bulbs go on like, Oh gosh. So Mm -hmm. when my student does this, Oh, 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 so that means, you know, and I mean, it's just thing after thing after thing, right? So it's been a whole lot of fun. Um, we're learning about anatomy and um, how muscle imbalances, how to do your own assessments, how to do assessments with others. It's not like you're going to be a personal trainer or anything, but these are like some basic right. you can take and yeah. you, can, you, you can take into your studio, into your um whatever situation you find yourself. And now you actually have some knowledge. And even if you don't remember it all, then you're going to have all these resources be like, oh my gosh, that looks like it could go this way. Why don't you talk to this type of professional to get some help instead of being like, man, you should just go see a doctor. Maybe you should stretch or whatever. I mean, you know, instead of offering blind advice, you can actually offer some helpful advice. Yeah. And that's really about what this is about. It's about kind of like what Mike is offering, but in a completely different way. It's like helping musicians learn how to empower other musicians and help other musicians. Mm -hmm. So we're not, because we have to be our own advocates because we don't, you know, we're not like sports teams who have athletic trainers. We have each other. So this is how we help each other. So on that note, what I've come up with doing this, this $30,000 guy, and that's all I'm going to call him now, because that's the number that that's all you can think about. Right. Mm -hmm. I started to get kind of inspired and I thought, you know what, instead of it being like a 90 day online program, what if I did like a, I've been thinking about doing a retreat for a while and it kept falling through. And then I started thinking like the neurokinetic therapy program I did was a two day workshop. The Barbara Connables, what every musician needs to know about the body was a two day workshop. Yep. A bunch of these things are two day workshops. And I thought, why don't I make this into a two day intensive? Yeah. Oh, Cool. So I'm starting to, I'm fleshing that out and figuring out how I'm going to be doing that. It's going to be virtual. And I'm wondering, I haven't figured out yet if it's just going to be a bonus for people who are in there uh, already, or if you just want that and not the program. I'm not sure how that's going to work because it's still just an online program. You need access mm-hmm. to the, I don't know anyway, but I'm, I'm figuring that out. And that way, you know, if you struggle with <laughs> long deadlines I'm much better at a short deadline. Let's go do a two-day class, learn all of the stuff, you know, cram your brain full of knowledge and <laughs> figure it out as you go, you know. Yeah. So that is coming up and I'm working on during turning it also into um, a musician's wellness retreat, which I've been trying to do for the last couple of years and everybody I've partnered with backed out. So it hasn't worked. I'm like, oh, screw this. I'm going to do this myself, I think. So if you're interested in that kind of a thing, I'm not sure if I'm going to do the whole, I might tack the two-day intensive on top of it and make it into a three-day, four-day like wellness retreat. So if you're mm-hmm. interested in that, let me know and I'll put you on the uh, to-be-notified list when I have more info. But that's that's what I got going right now. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> that's what I'm focusing on. I mean, I'm still training clients. Um, yeah. Oh, this too. So my whole goal for Music Strong is that I want it to be eventually a center for musicians wellness. So I'm really trying to find as many people um, that are wellness practitioners like yourself, like um, you name it. If you're a wellness practitioner that's passionate about working with musicians, please let me know so I can put you on my list. And if you're in Nashville, please let me know so we can do things together and start making, making this happen. 
And if you have any knowledge about business and how I can actually make this happen, please call me. (laughs) I'm tired of figuring it all on my own. It's uh, exhausting, fun, but exhausting. So I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm a musician. (laughs) Anyway, it's tough. Yeah, Yeah, but I'm in Nashville. So if anybody's looking for a trainer, yeah, I got some room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I'm gonna be playing at Mardi Gras with the Army Band. So if y'all are at Mardi Gras, come say hi. That's it's gonna be fun. a whole week this year. Yeah, that's fun. Exhausting yeah. but fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all have never been yeah. to Mardi Gras. It's a scene. Well, and if you are interested in seeing some, on that note, some really strong stuff. Sorry, I'm looking up dates as I as I talk here. Good. Um, we actually have. It's not music related but it should be fun still <laughs> to your local to Tallahassee or if you feel like driving in either is okay um, we've got two big events coming up uh, this year that um, I will be involved with on some level or other um, I think I, I, I think I'll be a sponsor for the second one so yeah uh, but the first one is when is it May 7th of 2022, the Iron Vault Strongman Classic. Yeah, yep, it's the um, first strongman competition being hosted out of the Iron Vault. Um, Are you going to compete? I'm not going to compete because I, number one, have to help run things, and number two, I have uh, at least one client who's in. So I want to be available as a coach. Um, I, I don't feel right about competing and coaching simultaneously, so... I don't like that, <laughs> but we're going to have, um, we're getting the whole, uh, railroad square. If you're not familiar with Tallahassee, or if you just don't know, um, it's just this big loop, um, with a bunch of really small, really kind of kitschy businesses. Um, so the first event we're planning on currently starting right outside of the iron vault. Um, and then we're going to go around the loop and have different shops hosting the events, the different events. So implements will be staged throughout the square. Um, and we should be ending at the current plan is to end at the, uh, the big restaurant there. I won't say their name because I don't know if they're in or not, right. but so coffee, fun, kitschy shops, vintage items, you know, all that sort of stuff, um, for sale throughout the entire time. We may be even getting some cool implements from some of these vintage places. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> So anyway, that's May 7th. Even if you're not a lifter, um, it can be pretty fun to come out and watch. Um, More fun if you're a lifter. The bigger one, probably the more exciting one, if you're not that familiar yet, is uh, we're planning on, it's still, we don't have a date yet, but we're planning on um, probably end of October doing, uh, bringing back the Highland Games. Fun! Mm -hmm. There used to be Highland Games out here. there's not a regional Highland Games anymore in this particular area. We don't have one. So, yeah, that should be good. Um, if you know Bradley's Country Sausage, they apparently, allegedly, it's it's word only right now, but they seem to be on board. We think that they're going to let us use their space. So there's going to be a lot of land, a lot of really good food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, trying to get some Maybe coffee and some drinks that. out there. Yeah, it should be good. So... What if we could do a podcast episode from the Highland Games? (laughs) (laughs) We'll uh, we'll ask one of my one of my clients has an amazing Scottish accent. We'll ask her to introduce us that day. (laughs) Oh, that would be awesome! Yes, please. (laughs) She's so good at it. It's like I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we'll have we'll have probably food trucks out there. Definitely food from Bradley's if they let us host there. Um, Coffee different events. I don't think you have to sign up for all of them. That's my current understanding. So like, I'll probably do wait over high bar. I'm excited for that. Um, But you know, if you haven't seen people picking up logs that are three times their own height and trying to flip them. Telephone poles. That's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. I think telephone poles. They're flipping telephone poles just because, you know. (laughs) I mean, it's so insane. So insane. Yeah. With kilts. Even better. Hopefully. hopefully we're trying to there is there was a local kilt shop they're now all online but we're gonna see if if they want to do some stuff i hope so because it's i mean are you really authentic if you're not wearing a kilt that's what i'm saying i mean i'm saying that's what i'm saying <laughs> 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 guys 
thank you for joining us for a whole other year. And I know a lot of you are going to be hearing this in like February, but you know, for the rest of you, thank you for joining us for an yeah. entire year plus of this. We have enjoyed this and we are really excited for the next upcoming year. Give us your mm-hmm. ideas and your people that yeah. we should interview. Yep. And tell us what your favorite episode was. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Bye. Hey, musicians, did you know that up to 90% of musicians will experience playing related pain or injury over the course of their career? How many hushed conversations have you heard about a lingering, quote, shoulder pain or a weird tingling in your fingers or maybe low back pain or a crampy weakness or maybe you or your colleague just says, I just have to get through the gig and you watch them pop Advil like candy, maybe flush it down with whiskey. How many times have we seen something like this? So many, right? Well, it's time we start talking about our struggles, our pain, our frustrations in a private space where we don't just complain and mobilize and blindly stretch, but we learn how to strengthen our muscles, our career successes, and build each other up. I've got a brand new program that combines all of these things, and I want you to be a part of it. It's a community, not a workout. It's a community with group coaching and great content that in 12 weeks, we'll have you understanding more about your body, what you need, and how you work so you can avoid that career-threatening injury. The three things that musicians don't want, we don't want to be injured, we don't want to have a lack of stamina, and we don't want to be clueless, aka when you hurt, who do you go see? Just a quote doctor? Well, this program addresses all of those things. You're going to walk away with an immense knowledge of who to see. You're going to be empowered because you're going to know what to do should you ever get injured or should you have a colleague that gets injured. You will be able to actually offer appropriate advice. You're also going to learn about the body and the anatomy as it relates to playing your instrument and your own anatomy. And then you're going to learn how to build not just your strength and endurance, but you're going to learn how to design your own corrective exercise program. So I hope you will join me in this new program. It's called the Music Strong Pilot Program, Job Security for Musicians.